time this was in my lap oh hey 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 what's up you guys hi everyone this is damio and i am erica mona and this is cross culture today's a special day let's even start it off today is a special day special day first of all we are on live so make sure you check us out make sure you look at us because we look we do. You we look do. So good, Thank girl. you. So do you. But today is a special day because it is our beautiful Dami O's birthday. Big Daddy Day. Bop, bop, should bop, I sing? Bop, to, should I sing to you? No, let the people know you have talents. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you, Dami O. Happy birthday to you. Ooh. We wish you. Many happy returns hey. of the year. Ooh. Long life hey, what? and prosperity. Hip, hip, hip. Hooray. Hip, hip, hip. Hooray. Hip, hip, hip. Hooray. Happy birthday, girl. Thank you, guys. God we have a great episode. Aspect. Amen, amen, amen. What are we doing for your birthday? Well, you guys, um, as you can see us on live, you'll see that we are in a very beautiful hotel right now. Yeah. And my theme for this year birthday was black luxury. So this whole weekend is just going to be luxurious vibes yes. from being here and relaxing and having a little fun time with mm-hmm. friends to going to the spa tomorrow yes, to yes, all yes. of the, ooh, you know, we the, are a very beautiful the bedazzle. Hotel. Like, listen, look at our view. Okay. This is downtown. Period. The best city in the med- Midwest, the best city yes, in the whole ma'am. wide world is our background today. Yes. So today we're got episode gonna be a little bit shorter it's gonna be different because you know we have things planned for the girl today and we gave you guys three episodes in one week please. We sh- listen we sure did we sure did we tried to make it up okay so this is gonna be short nice and sweet but also fun at the same time and you guys know no matter what we start with the hot topics okay so let's do first on the list so red table talk we know that is by jada um, Jada, her grandmother, Gammy, and Willow. Yeah. So this week's episode, it was basically about how black women treat their sons, how mm. they raise their sons. And it was quite interesting because, um, you know, um, Jada has two kids, right? It's just two of them that she has. Right. Besides her bonus son. Yes. And um, Willow basically talked about how um, her mom was so much softer and, you know, it <laughs> was so much softer with um, Jaden compared to her. She I gave an example, it. like, you know, let's say it was time to wake up for school in the morning. Her mom would be like, you know, Willow, wake up in the morning. Why are you not, why are you not up? Why are you not get? You know, why are you not ready? You know, just rush her and just really be on edge with her. But when it was Jaden, you know, she would be like, oh, baby, wake up. And he'd be like, can I have a moment? And he, she'd be like, all right. You know, she really just That's babied facts. him, you know? That's fact. So, you know, let's even just discuss that, like, 
Is that problematic? You know, is it's, that something we do with nowadays? It's a thing. And then, you know, um, I, I listened to a couple more of the, a little bit more of the episode and they kind of mentioned that, oh, you know, um, Jada handles the girls and, and um, Will handles the boys. Oh, okay. And I think that that idea is just problematic because it is a common thing, especially in the black community. I'm only a part of the black community, so I can't speak on how they do in other communities. Right. Um, but actually... Across that, I've seen videos and heard commentary from like Indian people and Pakistani mm-hmm. people and other people. It's a common thing that mothers treat their sons better. Better, right? yeah. Like they almost groom them to be catered to. It's almost like, well, if your wife doesn't do all of this, she's not a good woman. And do you think that they cater and they're, they groom, they're much softer on their sons because, you know, maybe their husband is not as soft with them? You know what I mean? Maybe they don't have that catering and softness with their husband. You know, especially many women who, like, let's say, you know, they're single moms or they don't have, you know, men in their life. So they make their sons, like, their little husbands. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's that's part of it. Like, there are probably a bunch of women who um, give the love they can't give to any other man to their, to their son. son. Yeah. And then now we got to deal with the mess, you know, because we trying to date them and they're acting like, it's all going to be a mama's boy, but it's, it's to a certain extent. Exactly. No, you can love your mom. I don't want you to be a mama's you don't, boy. You don't want, you don't want to touch your, well, you don't want a man that's a mama's boy? No, because it's like, I feel like when you're a mama's boy, that means that it's no, you, there's no degree of separation. You can love mm. your mom. You can be there for your mom. She can be a part of your life and our life. Yeah. But to be like a mama's boy, that means like you... I, like there's so no you don't think so does that concept also applies to daddy's girl yeah i think there's a lot of women out yeah. here who can't separate the two between their husband and their father especially when it comes to like being cared for yeah um you know like i think that once you decide like, i'll be with the husband then um not that your father's always gonna love you and protect yeah. you but there are certain things that like that's your husband's I agree. Um, jo- job to take care of that so i think because we should also talk about the other side because you know and the other side where the mother is not as sweet to the son because you know there's this guy that I knew in college and he said that he doesn't have a good relationship with his mom because his mom basically wasn't as nice and you know soft with him because she didn't have a good relationship with his father mm. so it was like you reminded me of you remind me of your dad and your dad is this and that so I'm gonna take my anger out on you as right. the son and now I'm man of the house right. and that's another that's also another problem that's for sure a problem I just think that like there's a lot of people and, and you know as a teacher I see stuff like this all the time ah. where I feel like um um, people don't know the relationship to have with their children. Yeah. Like, a lot of people don't know what a parent relationship looks mm-hmm. like. Um, a lot of them think that I'm going to just be a friendly provider. Like, we friends, but I'm the, your friend that takes care of right, you. Right, right, right. Um, or it's like, you my, you know, I'm going to honor you and cherish you um, like a king or a queen. And some people take it too far where it's like, you dating your kid, you know, mm. like... Like, relax. Like, I get it. Oh, court that and treat them. But some people really be like, you damn near dating your kid, chill. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? It's just because it's too much. It's like. That's true. It's like, when are you going to put a boundary? When are you going to put a boundary? Yeah, I think overall it's that, you know, you have to heal within yourself. Make sure you figure out whatever your baggage is so that you don't project it onto your child. Whether whether it is that you maltreat your child or you're too soft. You know, you're your child's friend. Um, but, you know, it's it's important, you know, because, you know, you do want your child or your son to be with a good woman. And, mm-hmm. you know, because we do date different guys and we could see the impact. Like, oh, he didn't have his mom in his life or his mom was this way in his life. Yeah, you know? for sure, for sure. Like, I, I know the difference between guys that I've dated that have extreme mommy issues, issues mm-hmm. and guys who, like, are too attached to, to their, their mom. mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So um, next topic. So the baby, you know, baby on baby. This is something that I see that's really common with many celebrities. So basically, you know, his neighbors have filed about thirty complaints, nine um thirty noise complaints about the baby. That's a lot. What I don't understand that's why. A lot. I mean, here's my thing: how he gets to thirty and no consequence was taken. Like, I mean, if I'm being unbiased, right? Like, if I was the one filing the complaint. I wish I would have to file 30 complaints before we move to to a swift action. You know, like, right, right. that's a lot. And it's like, for what reason? I feel like, because you see this with, like, Justin Bieber and them. It's just, it's so many celebrities you see that their neighbors, like, you got, they, they tend to forget that their neighbors are not always also, like, pop stars and rappers and musicians like them. Their neighbors be, you know, real estate agents or doctors or lawyers or who are also, or whatever. Like, who are also rich and yeah. live in the same neighborhood. And it's quite cons- inconsiderate. I don't know. I don't know. For sure. I think that um, musicians and rappers and, like, you know, well, rappers are musicians, but people in the music industry, they live a very, like, more party-based lifestyle, yeah. even than actors, because I think with actors and stuff, um, so much of their time is dedicated to being focused to their craft. Like, they have on and off right. moments. Right, or they're traveling. Yeah. yeah, so I feel like with them, sometimes it's not like, they're having parties every day, but they just have so much entourage. Like, they, they be with so many people. Is. So, it's like, so many, if all your friends come over at the same time, y'all gonna be kicking it, y'all gonna be loud. And it's, and it's like, in a residential area, that's a lot. It's like hella cars out front. Yes. It, it just look like a lot. It might not always be, like, the noise or whatever, mm-hmm. but y'all bringing too much traffic to the area. It's never any parking spots. It's never, you know, like, yeah. all that stuff adds to it. That's totally true. Mm. I don't know. They need to do better, please. Yeah, y'all, like, at the end of the day, we can't be begging to be in um, certain real estate markets, and then when we get there, be acting like, you know, just be acting a fool. At the end of the day, that's part of what makes real estate uh, valuable, the the environment, you know what I'm saying, the the location. Yeah. So it's like, if I, you know what I mean, that's why we move out the hood, because we don't be wanting all of that all the time. Yeah. So you can't bring hood shit to, like, non-hood areas. Yeah. I mean, but let's also, you know, make it clear that this is also, as you said, musicians all around, even rock stars, too. You know, this is not just rappers, but rock stars as well. They're also known, you know, drug parties and all that, and it's just boohoo crazy. Bring none of that hillbilly shit around here. (laughs) (laughs) So you know that we've been talking about SARS and SARS, the movement going on in Nigeria, and we just have a little updates. Um, I know the governor of Lagos, he finally um, said that, you Baba know. Jide. That's the name, Baba Jide. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, he admitted that it was the government that did, you know, call for the military to shoot the people, you know, that, mm-hmm. that happened at Lake Tollgate. Um, another, you know, there's, oh, there's also like a, what was that, the House of... Was it like like the speaking uh, of the house, assembly. like the house assembly? Okay, yeah. Yes, <laughs> I'm talking about speaking of the house. Speaking of the house means to do better. Um, so Desmond Elliott, he is a grassroots politician. I think he's also a member of the Congress. He's also he used to be a Nollywood actor as well. You gave him some notable titles. That's, I mean, just Des- I looked him up. You know, that's I mean? Desmond from Nollywood. <laughs> he's yeah, he's an actor, and basically he was saying social media should be limited in Nigeria. He I said mean. social media is the cause of this NSARS movement. He said the social media has made the NSARS movement horrible because on social media, you know, people are just attacking politicians. People are saying things. People are expressing how they feel. He's saying the youth are crazy. And it wasn't just him. It was so many other people saying all this youth on social media, they're always high on drugs. You know, social media is now their tool that they're using, you know, to abuse, you know, this whole movement. And it's like, 
That's complete bullshit. It is complete bullshit because it's just like, to me, I I just don't understand um, why people with platforms use their platform to go against the people. You know what I mean? Like, even if you don't agree... Don't use your platform to go against the people. I think that it's it, it, it's like, I don't know. I don't understand people in Nigeria who are finding any other argument except, yes, we need to fix the country. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I think that it's, a, it's, a, it's an agreement. Like, we all know that there's a lot of issues in Nigeria and that Nigeria has the potential to be the top country in the world yeah. if not for the corruption and all the things that happen. So I feel like for it to be a movement where we're challenging these things... Mm. Why would it, no matter if you don't agree with the exact method, why would you challenge that? I feel like, you know, the politicians are obviously embarrassed, you know, and they don't like the fact that, you know, Nigeria is on the top of the list. You know, even different um, websites and news, they basically call Nigeria's government useless, right? The president is useless. So, and it is because of social media plays a role, plays a hand as to why we're able to see how bad this issue Mm -hmm. is. So as Nigerians, it is, and Africans in general, it's our culture to always sweep things under the the rug. You know what I'm saying? It's like, hush, hush, don't talk about it. You know, don't don't complain. You know, um, even Buhari, even his statement, he was saying how, you know, if you're not in Nigeria, you mind your business. Don't even like, you know, comment or about what's going on. If you're not in Nigeria, don't comment about what's going on in Nigeria. And and that's, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Cause it's like, Obviously, now everybody, not just Nigerians, but, you know, Americans. The you whole know, world is The whole you. world is talking about this. And it is putting a fire underneath your asses, which needs to be done. Exactly. I, it's I necessary. And, and it's just kind of like what's when it's serving you, you don't want to disrupt the status quo. Yeah, yeah. And that just kind of, I think if anything, he just exposed himself and let us know what he side did. he plays on. Because I would have never expected that from At all. He was like, because of Sumida, now we don't have our culture. We're losing our culture. And that's the thing. We like to attach ourselves to the negative parts of our culture. We sure do. Please, come on. Don't let us make this negativity, you know, poverty, yeah. you know, and just maltreatment and, and just discrimination and hatred and stealing and corruption. We're making it our culture. Culture. Our culture is hazing culture. If you be think, if you really Damn. think about it, like that is the the framework of uh, that aspect of Nigerian culture. Like I'm older than you. I've been in this game longer than you. So therefore, I can do and undo. Exactly. Even so, though you're doing nonsense. And even though you're people. doing bullshit. You know what I mean? Thank you. Oh, ridiculous. Yeah. Hi guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you for the comments. Um, so may God help us in that country. Obviously, yes. you know, he later on apologized for his statement and girl, he was crying like, you know, I, I don't know what came over me. I was just emotional. And it's nothing that came over him. He was, we all saw the video. You were in the meet, like that, that's how you felt. There wasn't no passion crime and you people caught you on video, nigga. Like you prepared yourself to go up in front of there and say those statements. You said it boldly. Like you boldly. just mad. Thank you. Uh, may God help us. We obviously need better leaders, you know. Just, and you know he's young. He's not old. Yeah, it's just it's because it's serving him. Yeah, it's because like him. two three years ago, I don't think he would have made a statement like that when Desmond Elliott was still just like producer. And mm-hmm. I mean, he's you been know, in this. He's been politics like for a good minute now. He has. Okay, so maybe not to, but like before politics, yeah, I would definitely. Say, he wouldn't right. make no statement. Of course, like that. he definitely wouldn't. Of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's next on the list? Let's talk about politics and their kids. So our favorite first daughter, Sasha Obama, has a TikTok like every other teenager in America. Mm-hmm. Um, and like any other teenager in America, she was rapping to city girls on her TikTok. Um, now, people are not used to this, obviously, because she's freaking Sasha Obama. You right. know what I mean? Like, we're used to... 
I, first of all, I still see Sasha as eight-year-old Sasha that used to be running around in the front line. Yeah. The fact that she's, like, she's like 18, 19 now, 19 now yeah. it's crazy. But people had issues with Sasha rapping City Girls word for word, yeah. like, cursing and all. Like, people have issues with it. So it was in the news, and, you know, people are like, oh, she's saying the N-word, you know, because there's a lot of curse words in, you know, um, City Girls songs. And they were like, you know, it's N words and curse words. She's the president's daughter. She's not supposed to do this and that. And it's like. She a nigga too, though. Ah! For real. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> she's like, black. That's the one. So she could say the N word. Yeah. And then she's young. Like, it, it wasn't anything provocative. You know, she wasn't showing her body. She wasn't dancing provocatively. You know, compared to all these other exactly. president kids. Chelsea Clinton, Laura Bush, no drugs. Sophia Bush. Okay. She's not, she's not known for doing drugs. You know, there's nothing. Nothing bad. She's literally doing what a teenager does. TikTok, videos, dances with her, with her friends. Yeah, like mouthing the words to a song. Mouthing the word. Like people are mad because she was mouthing the words. Yeah, I, I feel like that just adds so much pressure to... I just imagine how it is to be, you know, a child of a president or, you know, your your parent is some high-profile person, person, you know? Like, because even her sister, too, Malia, when they caught her, like, smoking cigarettes. And smoking weed and you stuff. You know, it was... I think it was actually cigarettes. It wasn't even weed. Oh, she it was, I thought no, it was, like, it a was joint. Cigarettes. It, was it was cigarettes. It was just Because her dad smoked cigarettes, too. Right, you know I what thought mean? it was, like, a, a joint. No, it was cigarettes, and, you know, she was with her white boyfriend and stuff. And <laughs> you, you say white boyfriend? <laughs> was a white boyfriend. You couldn't just say her boyfriend. You said her white. It was white boyfriend. <laughs> and I know that was another drama. I think... I just think it's unfair. Just let the girl, you know, live her life yeah i think that one thing y'all gonna have to know about us as a community is we're gonna protect the obamas at any cost so leave sasha alone we could be diverse you could be educated rich but also listen to city girls heck look at us if she wants to be a sophista ratchet allow her to join us okay let her be please let people be period so that brings us to our Olodo, do you have the drop for us really quick? Let's get the Olodo of the week drop, man. I hate when people do goofy stuff during the week. Yeah. An Olodo, somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Olodo Rabata, woo! Goofass. <laughs> So, yes, our logo is Wendy Williams. I'm not too much of a fan of hers, but, you know, she basically got her show and just basically, you know, talks smack about um, Sasha Obama, you know. She said that, you know, she didn't have to post it. Why did she have to post the TikToks? You know, she needs to remain, you know, have that pure, um, you know. Yeah, that image. Image and stuff. And she was just really... You would think from a fellow black woman who's also in media, who's in this industry, and just knows who's how... Who's a crackhead. <laughs> you know, but just also knows how discrimination works in the media, right? How we could see a white celebrity do the same thing um, a black person does, but, you know, the black person would be, you Scrutinized know... Scrutinized for Exactly. Um, so I just... And then she's an 18, 19-year-old girl. Yeah, and you would think from a cokehead who asks us... To forgive her for being a cokehead all the time. Damn. And she no, because Wendy really just be, like, the thing about Wendy that, I like Wendy as a media personality, I'll say. You know what I mean? Like, she's she done a job. lot in media. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, she has set trends and, and done that, and you can't deny it. But I do think that Wendy, all in the name of she is a media personality, tries to live life without 
uh, grace or being a human and just yeah. has this like really judgy yeah. eye where it's like, girl, like you were whole, like you still are kind of a drug addict. And listen, then her son was in media too for punching um, yeah, his father. His father, like you went through a very bad, like her like, son did drugs too. Like, no, Wendy has had a very tumultuous life in the media, so you would think that when some of these topics come out, being a media personality or not, that she would sh- exercise a little bit more, yeah, just humility and just kind of like, hey. You know, we saw it, whatever, whatever. I mean, and I think it's also the way she frames it, right? Like, if Wendy was like, you know, Sasha is a president's daughter. We don't expect it from her, but whatever. Right, 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 right. But to come at her, it's like, yeah, please. Like, Wendy, she, she has no filter. She literally comes at everybody, exactly. anybody, which is ridiculous. Okay, um, what's next on our list? So, let's get into our main Topic. topic. Our main topic, you guys. So it's my 27th birthday. Okay. Okay. And you know, I'm now in the upper echelon of my, my oh, 20s. Okay. This is what we call late 20s now. Oh, okay. It's the beginning of my late 20s. And with it being the beginning of my late 20s, I was thinking, I think it's time to end the whole phase. Wow. Wow. So. Are you saying that you were in the I whole had a phase? whole phase. I had okay. a whole phase. So, I, I ended it a little bit earlier. So, you know, just explain to us, what does the whole phase mean? What does that even mean? What First of all, don't act like you don't know. I don't know. I'm a listener, okay? Um, let's explain to our audience. What's the whole phase? What audience? <laughs> <laughs> Please explain um, yourself. You know, everyone's whole phase is different. However, a whole phase can be um, described as maybe... A moment where you have sexual liberation, uh, where you don't feel any commitment or attachment to a one person, Mm. that you are satisfying whatever romantic and sexual urge you have for you. Interesting. For you. I like that. Oh, big girl status. I mean, that is just how I would describe it. So now you're saying that phase, you've gone to the stage where that phase needs to end, like it's over with. I'm saying, yeah, I think that, there comes a time in every young person's life where you can't just live recklessly. You can't just be completely free anymore. Yeah, you can't. And when does the whole phase typically start? You know, is this like high school? Is this college? Is this after college? Does it start any time in your life? I think that most people would say it starts um, kind of like the beginning of 20s. Like maybe 21 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is when a lot of people would probably be like, oh, this is when this started. Um, as for me, first of all, I don't want to say it like I had just this super wild know, and extensive. Know. You know, you got to let the listeners know. Otherwise, the listeners, you know, like, before you know, they didn't start some controversy. But, um, yeah, I think a lot of people would say probably starts in your early 20s. Like old enough to do grown stuff, but young enough to not be held accountable. Right, right. To be like, I was young. You know, I know what I was doing. I it, was just, you know, wild and free. I, I get it. You know, I totally agree. You know, and that typically is, yeah, it is in your 20s, though. Like college, you know, that early college phase. And, like, you meet different people. And I feel like, you know, whole phase does not necessarily mean, like, oh, you're a whore, per se. Exactly. You know what I mean? Or, like, you're just... Out about you know just fucking every anybody and everybody unprotected exactly. and just you know I think you know I think whole face I feel like everyone has different definitions of whole face you know right. it could be you just dating multiple people whether it is that you have you have a sexual commitment or attachment to them or not you right know? yeah I think it's you know basically. You know, because I feel like I dated different people. Now it doesn't mean I, I wasn't like involved with many people sexually, but just like okay, let me see what 
I like. Let, let me see what's out there. Let me see what I don't like. You know, exactly. let me see different personalities. So I think the whole phase, depending on how you want to categorize it, you know, it does also in a way it helps you get to know you as well. You know, helps exactly. you get to know, you know, what is your flavor? Yeah, I definitely think that it's needed. I'll say that, like, you know, um, it's needed, I think, mm. in every adult person's okay. life because it's just a moment where I feel like it builds your confidence. Yeah. It may, especially for women, I'll say this, because I think that men and women have different types of whole faces. Yeah. I don't know what men call a whole face, actually. I think that whole the whole concept of a whole face is reserved for women because, like, you know, men are, are typically hoes their entire nature. So they're ready to get married. So, yeah. So I don't know if it's, like, a face or their identity. But... For women, I think it's important because it's a moment of, like, confidence building. And yeah. it's like, in this moment, I'm not chasing. Yeah. I am desiring. Yeah. And I think there's a difference in that want. It's one thing to want something and pine for it, but it's one thing to, like, I want you. Mm-hmm. Come over here and do what I want you yeah. to do. Yeah. You know? And I think that that's, it just builds your confidence. It makes you feel like, I run it. I do what I want. I'm not waiting on anybody. Yeah. I call the shots. I'm a boss. You don't have to follow those rules. I accept. I agree. Because, you know, even just being, you know, an African girl, whether you're a Christian or Muslim, if you do come from a religious background, you know, you know, it's basically taught that, you know, you meet one person and that's it. You know, keep yourself to marriage or, you know, be a certain way to marriage or, you know, whether you meet one guy and he's the one. But I think I was actually reading some lady, she posted something, you know, especially about Christian or, you know, girls who had grew up in religious household. It's like sometimes, you know, our religion tends to hold us back. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not about your spirituality or your connection to God, but it's the religion itself, you mm-hmm. know, and mm-hmm. those traditions within the religion. And, you know, as you mentioned, you do have to get to know different things out there, you know. Yeah. You go on different dates because it's like, how would you know what you don't like to you try different things? Exactly. You know, how, how exactly. would you know that? You know what? I could handle this type of personality compared to this personality, you know, or I'm attracted to someone who's more reserved compared to someone who's more outgoing, you know, lucky. If you're lucky, if you find one guy and y'all just, mm, you know, it'd be like, go for you. You know know what I mean? Not saying you should go and jump and be with something else, you know, by the same time, don't limit yourself, you know, so that for sure, some woman to end up being like, damn, Molly, you know, was with one man for the rest of my life. And, you know, I think that's a good thing. I think that's a blessing in that. I'm not putting that down at all. Yeah, but you know? there's definitely a level of, like, life and experience that you want to have. I think that because with women, like, sex is so condemned. Yeah. It is also, oh, like, it. a window where we we get to say, for this little window of life, I can be my true inner freak and without yeah. any judgment. Because I also feel like, you know, there's this notion of, like, oh, I have to save... Um, my full sexuality for my husband, right? Like, that is true. Like, there's some part of me that must be saved. Right, you have to hide a little a bit. A little bit. Yeah. Like, some little part of me that I have to save for marriage. And it's like, no, nah, nigga, at the end of the day, you got me. That's it. That's what you got. Okay. Like, that's what you got. But, um... You know, I think it just kind of allows us to just... It, it's almost like a secret identity for a second. Like, I can do that because that was my whole face. Yeah, yeah. Like, this wasn't me. Yeah. That was the whole face. And I think what makes a whole face... You know, okay, this is what a different type of whole faces. You know, okay, there are yes. different levels. Yes, there are levels to whole face. Because we went to college, and there's some girls that we just knew that, okay, they're really going through this whole face for real, for real, for real. You know? There's some girls... Remember this girl we used to call her, like, the sweet hoe? She was very sweet. Yes. Very sweet, polite, kind girl. She sees you. She's all cherry and everything. Yeah. But then you just, you know, from guys that we know or for, that we're friends with, they're just like, girl, you know, she'd be busting it down. But you hear from multiple people. They say there's a reason she, she always smiling. And, oh, 
that's what they said. I didn't say it. They said it. Yes. I said it. But they said it too. Yeah, and that's one type of whole face. That's a public ass whole face. You know? Yes, when everybody know you're a hoe. Like when everybody know you're a hoe. When it's like... You too public with your hoe. Like you are, you a hoe. Like you out here now. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, it's not even like oh, you're just trying different things. You just like you just you like just you a is a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> you just letting any anybody from the basketball team, football team to to the chess club to, to like the drug dealers. Yeah, to the drug dealers. To like the commuters. Yeah, every single body to the TAs to the freshmen to the seniors, super seniors. It's like every labor college. Come on now, you, you gotta do better. What other whole faces out there? I think that there are like the um, there's the like committed whole faces, right? Okay. So that that's a very weird trajectory because it's like how can you be committed and a hoe? Those committed whole faces are those people that are in relationships they know they're not supposed to be in. People categorize those as whole phases too. Like, oh, yeah. I was I was like, well, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe you messing with somebody uh, for a consistent amount of time, but you know damn well, like, this is purely for what this is for. Right. And you then know? you jump to something else. You and do then the exact you, you know what I'm saying? Like again. I'm not dating him. Maybe this is just like a guy that I'm consistently sleeping with. Or maybe I have like a, a little rotation of two dudes and I'm uh-huh. you know what I mean? Like that could be that is the committed hoe to me. Cause it's uh. like you ain't everywhere, but you're doing whole shit with your people that you're not supposed to be doing whole doing shit whole with. Shit. That's it. Like okay. you could be like, you okay. know, that's how some people limit their whole face. You, you got so to. it keeps it's like I'm classy, but I'm still a hoe. <laughs> Classy, but a hoe, you know. I think overall, like, I think the best is just be on the low with your stuff. You know what I mean? The low hoe. The low hoe. The low hoe. The low hoes. Those those hoes that you hear about what they did three years after when they You're like, yeah, she fucked with him. Yes, that'd be like, oh, you trying to get with a dude and you doing his hoe facts and you figured out, like, damn, like, you and her too? Because it'd be like that. It'd be like... Me and my friends, sometimes we're talking about a guy and we're doing the whole facts. Like, what y'all know about this guy? Mm-hmm. Who he slept with? And then sometimes there are conversations where I'm like, damn, this girl done came up in a couple of guys' names. Yep, like, yep, yep, damn, yep. you know, and it's like, you don't even know who knows, who knows, who knows. It exactly. just so happens Exactly. Let's even talk about the thirsty hoes. Because I feel like guys, many are thirsty hoes. Yes. You know, because we do have, we do know some people in college where it's like, you know, you if you all go to the part uh, to a party or to a kickback, it's like, damn, we know he fucked eight people in this room. Yes. Why? 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 Like, you and then it's like much. within the same period of time too. It's not even like you know he fucked with her last year, then one semester, then the other semester. It's like we know he literally was in this girl's house two weeks ago. Exactly. Last weekend he was in this girl's house. Okay. And then and he in somebody ear right now. And somebody and and he still got somebody on the side. Yes. Somebody that he got his eye on. That's like, oh, he 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 probably gonna talk to her soon. And then they want to act all innocent. Those are one needs to be very, very careful. Careful of. Very, very careful of. Because that's one that'll come and embarrass you. Exactly. Because you can imagine, as you said, you know, you want to kick back, you in a setting, and then you just, you know, hear somebody say that, oh, yeah, I was just with him last night. Boom. Oh, yeah. I was just that eating. is how it be. It's like, oh, I was just with that person. And it's like, or, damn, I was going to go to his house right now. Like, what? That happened to me, too. Let me tell y'all that story. Ooh. Okay. This is a while back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was. It was maybe like three, four years ago. So I'm with this girl. We, you know, we we trying to build a friendship or whatever. She trying to hang out with me. That's how we hanging out. She like, girl, so-and-so, he stay trying to get at me. Mm-hmm. Like, he be doing this, this, that, and the other. But this same guy was trying to get at me. And me and him, I thought we really was about to get at each other. Uh, but it's like, little did I know you a hoe. You a hoe. 
Little do I know. <laughs> it's, it's I don't know. So okay, so let's talk about it. Is it really a phase? You know, is the whole phase really a phase? Could it really be like part of your personality or mm. something that you do for a long time? Like or what makes you're it bored? a phase it's or a, like it's an on and off thing? Okay, let's define this because there's okay. So it's a phase if it's a moment in your life that is like it's not part of you. And, you know, after that moment, you chilled out. For most people, it's like, I was a hoe until I got into a relationship. Most people are like that. Yeah. Me, I just stopped cold turkey. Because you turned 27. No, because because I was approaching 27. Um, (laughs) No, but, um, you know, there there are things like that. I think it's like, if it's it's a moment within a year, like, let's say you had a year of a hoe phase, that was your hoe phase, Mm -hmm. right? Now, let's say it was from... Like, two, three years of hoeing. Mm-hmm. Like, you had, like, a good two, three years of hoeing. Yeah. You are a former hoe. Okay. Because that, that means that for a while you was a hoe, and then you just stopped. Right, right, right. Now, if there is no window, if there's not at least a six-month window between you and your hoe activities, yeah. you just a hoe going through some stuff. Okay, okay. True. Talk about a hoe going through some stuff. Like, yeah, you like maybe you can't hold to your full capacity yeah, now because you, you, you broke. Yeah, you around. Yeah. Quick question. You just say the whole, you know, last year was hot girl summer, and I feel like I had a hot girl hot girl summer. Mm. In, the, in the sense that I was going Elaborate. out. <laughs> I was going out, having fun, you know, went on different dates and stuff. Mm. And I was honest with, you know, people like, hey, you know, I am, you know, just trying to see what's out there and, you mm. know, without whatever, whatever. Um, nothing too deep. So would you. It's a hot girl summer, a hot girl. Is that also like a whole face? No. Okay, okay. As a matter of fact, because I have a follow-up to that. Okay. Does a whole face include sex? Like, can a whole face just be like what you just said? Like, I was just dating and just having fun and whatever. Listen, you could be a hoe for food, for dinners. True. I've done that. I ain't gonna lie. True, you was that type of hoe. You know, it wasn't like I didn't have food at home. You was a food hoe. I mean... Food. <laughs> you know, if someone hit me, oh, let's go downtown and let's go. go. I'm like, let me put my heels on. Like, you know, sure, I'm, I'm, yeah, I might have the same pasta at home. But it's just like, I think just for the fun of it, the thrill of mm-hmm. it too. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Not just for the food. I mean, people do do it for food. Now, I wouldn't just go on any day just for food. Because there's some hoes out, out there that literally. They go on any day for food. For food. Whether Good. whether it is Wendy's, you know, Olive Garden or. Those some cheap hoes. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or whatever. You know, no, not that type. I'm, I ain't that hungry now. You know what I'm saying? I, got, I could cook. I got food at home. However, it just, it, it, overall, it's just, also just for the thrill of it. You know, it's a, I think it was just like a date hoe. Just like to go out. Come like, out of date. I just want to go out. You know, I just want to pop out, you know, and, and feel myself. Well, I have a confession. Okay. I want you all to take me as I am and let me stand in my truth. Okay. 27. Yeah. I'm not, you know, the young age and I was making these type of mistakes. Um, There was a point in my in my life. Confession. Where I was a sideline hoe. Elaborate. Well, um, let me sip. There was there were moments where I entertained um, men that I knew to be in committed things. Oh, maybe relationships, maybe not. Who knows how they define their thing? Ah. Um, and you know, I was comfortable with that at that time. So no judgment. I've never done that before. Um. I always feel a bit comfortable because, you know, I was thinking about karma. Do you feel like that could come back and happen to you? Well, I've been single since then, so maybe. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I 
Ain't found the man since, so. I mean, I mean, things happen for a reason. You know what I mean? It's like, so you were a sideline hold because you didn't want to have commitment with um those it's individuals. See, you know, at the time, and this is, you know, let me speak for the sideline holes right now. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> speak, I, come on. Sideline holes matter too. Um, I think at the time it just it seemed like a easy fix, right? Because it was like he was super committed to me in a sense, like mm-hmm. he was doing stuff that I wanted and I needed. Um, but it was also like, oh, I know at the end of the day, I don't want a real relationship. And to me, because I know you have that thing, it mm-hmm. just kind of kills that whole, I, I don't have to worry about that. So like, one, it was just, it was just enough yeah, for the moment like of what was, you needed. It, it literally was just enough. And it, and you know, I think that, and this is a different topic for a different day, but I think there is a conversations about like, who, who is the loyalty owed to? I think as women, we put a lot of that pressure on ourselves of like, always oh, like girl code or woman. It's like I don't know this woman. Like I till today, I never knew or never met. It was just something he told me, and it was just like whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was completely two separate lives. Like till like literally till today, I never knew anything about the girl or okay. even if she really existed because it was never a it never conflicted. How did you know he he had a girlfriend? Because he told me. He, he told me, oh, like, approaching okay. me. He was like, oh, I'm going to be real with you, though. Because I was real. I was like, well, I don't want a relationship and whatever, whatever. He was like, I'm going to be real with you. I don't want a relationship either. Okay. But boom, 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 boom. And then it was like, hmm, I appreciated this level of honesty. Okay. And that the fact that you divulged this much and you were this honest makes me feel like, oh, I can trust this type of arrangement because now you're being honest. Right, right, um, right, right. You right. know, again, it, we're still cool. You know, honestly, right. we're still really good friends. But, um... But yeah, like I think that 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 was like a thing where I was like, "Oh, as a girl, that's fucked up because I don't want nobody doing that to my man." But yeah, then it was like that shit don't concern me. Like I had to be a sad. That was the one time I'd be like, right. "Maybe I was authentically a sad." Do you feel like when you get in a relationship, do you think that would concern you? Do you feel like if you know you find out that your guy is with you another know, talks woman, to another guy, a girl? I, oh, I think overall, like if your guy's with another woman. The blame should be on the guy regardless. Yeah. He's the one you should come at. He's the one you should fight. He's the one you should whatever. You know, but would a part of you as a woman be like, well, damn, you know, I feel like she knew that he was in a relationship. She sees my picture on his page or, you know, a ring on his I mean, finger or, you know, would you feel like, I'm you know, as a woman, like that's her. bogus, no code? I'm not going to like her. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But she don't owe that to me. Right. So it's that's like, true. it's like the, the what I judge of her character is different. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't say, oh, she a dirty, she snake or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'd just be like, oh, you bogus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. And it would just be that. Like, you bogus. Uh, you know, I can never be your friend because I know that you was with my man when I was. And that would just always leave a bad taste in my yeah, mouth. Yeah, that's true. That's but I'm true. a I'm a big girl because quiet is kept. There's a girl that I know and me and her were dating a guy at the same time. Granted, it wasn't like super intentional. Mm-hmm. Super being the operative mm-hmm. word, um, but we're friends today. Like we're super cool. It'd be like, hey girl, hey girl. Okay. Did you so, guys discuss that? Oh, we dated the same guy. At the no, same time? it just it was like we had a, a altercation. We had a moment, honey, where it was like it came to the pinnacle of us knowing that we were dating the same man at the same mm-hmm. time, and it was just like you know, like Brandy Monica style. Like, Ooh. what's going on? The boy is mine. I've been in some, look, y'all, I don't get my life on some low, low key. I've been in some different situations. I've been in some situations, but I think it's important to talk about sideline hoes because it's like, that's a different level of hoeing, too. That's it's a, like, that is a category. You know what I mean? And I think that 
Uh, a lot of women find that as a respectable hoeing because it's like he's he's still treating me like his girlfriend. I'm just not his girlfriend. Right, 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 right. Like, right. but that is a status I think of hoe uh, that women identify. No, it no, it definitely is. It it definitely is. I think that definitely is part of it. Um, so you 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 expose it out to us. Thank you. No, nah, I mean, look, it's your when birthday. I, when I write real. my tell all, listen, twenty seven, keeping it real, grown. Okay, I love it. Um, what else? What so when does it end? When you say it ends. Okay. When you say it ends. Okay. Um, you know, again, I gave my timelines for what is a phase and what is your lifestyle. Right, right, right. It definitely is when you wake up because, like, I would say, definitely say for me, um, it just was like one day I just was like, I am not fulfilled. Like, even yeah. though whatever, like, it just is always a piece missing because it's mm-hmm. it's you know. I feel like hoe is a two-letter word because it's not a real word. Mm. That's how being a hoe feels. I thought it was a three-letter word. Hoe, the instrument, is a three-letter word. But oh, I feel I like people when people hoe. call people a hoe, A-B-H-O. they say, yeah. Okay, okay. But if you know if you know the instrument of a hoe, you may be <laughs> like But yes. Yeah, I agree. I think for me, it definitely will. I think it ended because sometimes you just get, you get tired of it. You mm. know, it's just like, I feel unfulfilled. It's like, what am I getting from it? You get pissed off, you know. Or sometimes, as you said, you could be in a whole phase and hoping that it leads to something serious with one of the people you're dealing with. Exactly. And it's like, you're like, okay, this one ain't making it work. It's not working here. It's not working here. It's not working here. Because, you know, the whole phase is also like you having multiple options. You exactly. know, you're not putting all your eggs in one basket. Exactly. And then when you do feel like, damn, none of these eggs are working out. Like, what the hell? Like, I might as well just drop this, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And it does make you think, well, maybe I do need to solidly invest myself into myself until yeah. looking for that one person because yeah. you're done with the whole phase. So I, I I agree. It depends on... You have to be ready for you it. You have to be ready. You know, you, you definitely to. ready. I think it, it could be an on and off thing. It could be something that you do for like a two-month straight thing where it's like, okay, and then you pick it back up, you know. Um, but you have to be... something that you have to be like, okay, you know what? I'm done with the whole phase. You have to learn from the whole phase, you know. Don't just do the whole phase just because, you know. Like, you know, have fun, of course. But let I think it, it should have a reason. Then, you know what I mean? It should have some type of purpose behind it, I and, think. And I would definitely say it's definitely like a um it's a spiritual journey internally. <laughs> for real, for real. Like, because um I think part of relinquishing the whole phase is like challenging yourself to want more for yourself. Amen. And that, and that, that's the thing. Not saying that it's like necessarily correlated to low self esteem or whatever. Right, right. But I think that um a big chunk of like saying like, no, I want one person or whatever is yeah. saying that like I want all-in commitment. Yes. And when you get to a point in your life where you're like, I want commitment. And I deserve and it. And I deserve it. And I and I want somebody to invest in me. That means that you have now considered yourself the investment. Amen. And you have to have that mentality. Amen. Um, the whole phase can be fun. It's necessary. I definitely think that, um, you know, I couldn't imagine not having it. Because, I, again, I was one of those people that was like, quote, unquote, like a late bloomer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. And I worried. I was like, damn, I'm going to, like, start having sex so late in my life that I'm not going to have, like, a whole phase. Like, I'm going to fuck around and be married by the time I'm, you know, whatever. And, again, my whole phase wasn't illustrious. It wasn't long as hell. It wasn't, like, a super wild and crazy thing. But it was enough. It was enough to make me feel wanted. Yeah. It was enough to make me feel desirable. You achieved the purpose. Yeah. Yes, there was a purpose behind it. Yeah. And you got it. 
I feel it. You know, to each his own. You know what I mean? Just be smart. Be careful. Be safe. Yes, for safe. sure. You know, whether it is safe, you know, physically, of course, also mentally, spiritually, emotionally, emotionally you know, because yeah. you are sharing a part of yourself to people, you know, and that yes. could take a lot away from you as well, mm-hmm. you know, and it could distract you. Mm-hmm. So just be safe. I think that's pretty much it for that our hope. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, y'all. Just okay. Practice safe, safe everything. Yes, ma'am. Do you have a word of the week for us? Yes, you guys. I'm going to leave you guys with my word of the week. And with it being my birthday and everything, my word of the week is grace. Mm. Grace has been on my heart a lot. That's the word that's been on my heart because I just feel like as we grow, as we evolve, as we become new people, we need to give ourselves grace and we need to give others grace mm. because everybody... um grows and has to go through things yeah and in that growth process you might have been a person you didn't like before but part of growing is becoming somebody that you want to be or Mm -hmm. you aspire to be um and with this new age i feel like i'm becoming somebody i've aspired to be and i would like to give myself grace for the person i I was before that Mm -hmm. you know all the stuff that i didn't like Mm it's like it's okay it was just you before yeah yeah so that's the word y'all grace be I graceful. have a black excellence person. Who's okay. your black excellence? My black excellence is Haira. Haira. Oluwet Dami Lala. Ajulari. Okay, Ujulari. This girl right here. She's my black excellence because she truly is. Well, she black. Period. <laughs> and she is indeed excellence. You know, um, someone who has watched your growth from the age of what? What, 15, 16? You know, to 27, you know, that's not easy and all. And, you know, it, 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 it is a privilege as well to be able to spend, you know, a good amount of your life with somebody, you know, to see their emotional growth, mental growth, financial growth, you know. I can't rub your back while you talking about me. Uh, let me rub your back. Are you running okay. to cry or something? Don't rub my back. I'll anyway, you're going to mess up my speech. Go ahead. Anyway, <laughs> anyway uh, to be able to see uh, the person's growth, it's, it's, it's quite, it's great. You know, you've done so well for yourself. Because, girl, this, she, she's been through some, some, she's been through the storm, okay? You've been through so much in your life, so much that we're just never going to get into. And that you have... You have some perseverance, you know. It's just like you still always come up, come out with your head on top. You know what Thank I mean? You. With your head on top of your shoulders, you know. You you don't look like what you've been through, and that's also part of God's good. God's grace. grace for us not to look look like our troubles, our issues, our problems, our sadness, and you know the fact that you're a businesswoman, you have your hairline, you Thank know that's you. something that you just started and it's going well. Uh, okay, you have this podcast that you're doing, you know Thank that you. you're educating people, entertaining people. You're a teacher, that's amazing. A Thank black you. teacher, you know, we need that in our community, you know, and you're just doing. You have you're a woman of so many talents, so many talents, so so many talents that I know they're gonna be. You're gonna be great. You're a director. You're an actress. You know. You're just. I just know that you know if the next few, next year from now, two years from now, is gonna be a greater, greater, greater testimony. So you are indeed excellent. Thank you know, you. and continue to live in that, live in God's grace and God's excellence. Because we won't be here without him. Okay. Thank you. And I think that is our episode for the day. Mini episode. It's my birthday. Gotta go turn up. Take this little hour and leave it. And if you miss us some more, we have a good 54, 55 episodes in the bank. Girl, we got a 57. Come on, period. Because y'all wasn't playing with us. We weren't playing with ourselves. All, All right. the time. You already know what time it is. And this is Cross Culture.